Welcome back, BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Mark Drumheller, Rick Camp chopping up some NFC futures in the NFL. Fall's going to be here before you know it. So um, let's get some money loaded up in the BetMGM Sportsbook account and take advantage of some of these numbers. Now we're going to Rick Camp's neighborhood, the NFC North home of the Chicago Bears. Um, we were just touching on me being from Philadelphia, the NFC East. Now we're going to do the North and get some of Rick's thoughts because this is one of the most fascinating divisions for me. Um, I think that this is probably the one division in the NFL where I could see any of the four teams, um, you know, winning. The Bears, obviously, at the bottom of the odds boards um, at plus 400. Packers were there. Uh, you know, a few few months ago, and then, you know, some steam came in on the Packers. A lot of people starting to believe in the post-Aaron Rodgers era of what's going on in Green Bay. But, Rick, you know, what are your thoughts not only on your Bears, but just the landscape of the division in general? I think a lot of the discourse around each team in this division has been fascinating about mm -hmm. the, the cycle great. that I it's gone it. through. Yeah, so, like, for the Bears specifically, it was, okay – They've made some additions, especially on the defensive side, you know, the trade down from one to nine, uh, getting DJ Moore in that was a, a really good move. Like DJ Moore was better than any other receiver you were going to be able to get in the free agent market or anything like that. So cool to get a number one weapon for uh, Justin Fields. But the thing to keep in mind is like, there's all the talk about Justin Fields and how good he is or was last year. For all the signs that he showed, the Bears were still in the position to have the number one pick. Like, that team was so like, talentless that it's going to take multiple off-seasons for this team to be able to get everything. Like, there are people being like, well, they didn't, you know, they had all this cap space and they didn't get any edge rushers. It's like, one, who was out there for them to get? Yeah. Two, People aren't just giving up edge, the, edge rushers. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and also just where, like, you had the money, sure. But, and I don't like how they necessarily spent some of their money. Like, putting that much into off-ball linebacker is a different thing. I understand it's, you know, Eberflus' defense and whatever. But still, like, I think the Bears are another year away from really, like, having a chance to win the division. They would need a lot of things to go right. And also... I don't think them not winning the division means that Justin Fields sucks or something. He could very no, well show not. himself to be really good, like to be worthy of being the future at quarterback for the Bears and like earning whether it's a contract extension this offseason or however it ends up playing out. But the yeah, thing is, like, take time. And, and yeah, that's like really their the, defense was so team. bad. Mm -hmm. Well, right. And I think it's going to be bad again this year. Now, the offensive side of the ball, yes. I, I think they have going in the right direction. But you can't, you know, build a team in one offseason. But I think they are heading in the right direction with what they're doing offensively. But the defense still has a lot of question marks. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were competitive. Like, I, I think anywhere – do I think they can win the division? You know, no. But I, if they were in second place in this division, I just think there's a lot of variance with these teams. Um, you know, Minnesota, everybody seems down on the Vikings because of, you know, how their record didn't kind of match as good as they were last year, which is interesting because we we're talking about the Giants who beat them in the playoffs last year. Giants get a ton of credit for beating them, but Minnesota doesn't get any credit at all for, you know, what they did during the regular season. So, you know, that dynamic in the market is, is 
interesting in itself. But getting back to the NFC North, um, I love that they brought in Brian Flores. The Vikings did that. And defense was their problem. We were targeting overs, team totals overs against those defense, uh, against that defense all year last year. And I like that they brought in Flores. They might not have the players, but he is a culture guy. He's going to change the culture. You have a guy like O'Connell running the offense. You bring Flores in. So I wouldn't count them out in the division. I know, you know, a lot of people are just think that they're smoking mirrors and, and that's they're going to take a step back this year because of, you know, their their play on the field didn't match their record last year. But I, they're a team that could surprise you. The Lions, I, I think a little too much hype, right? So, you know, we look at the Lions mm-hmm. on the odds boards, uh, you know, 14, uh, a plus 140 to win the division. They're the favorites. I'm not sure if they're ready to make that leap. Like, their defense was not great last year. And I think that they snuck up on a lot of teams. And now that, you know, it's after you sneak up on them, you know, continuing that momentum is, is very difficult in the NFL. It really is. And – especially them adding like for whatever it, for whatever that matters like adding Jameer Gibbs the way they did and like really paying up for that like their offense yeah. should be really good like it, it should but yeah i i just wonder about their defense still and then you get to the packers who if you said independent of quarterback who has the best roster in the division it might be green bay Mm-hmm. Because Jared Goff is a solid quarterback for Detroit. Like, he's maybe not going to, you know, raise ships, but he's also not going to sink them. Like, that's just kind of what he is. And he showed that with the Rams and he's showing that with the Lions. But it's just, can you get enough from Jordan Love? And obviously, there's going to be a big emphasis on the run game for them. But considering the personnel they have on defense, as annoying as it is for a lot of people in Chicago to be like, Aaron Rodgers is finally gone. Now someone else can run this division. Yeah, but Green Bay might be the best bet to make at this point. Plus 350 to win the NFC North. You mentioned it earlier. For a while, they had longer odds than the Bears to win the division. Mm -hmm. So then the question is, can Love and the passing game with all the super young uh, receivers that they have, can it come together enough to balance out the run game with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon to really – compete in that division as you mentioned where there's just so much volatility on every single team that any of these outcomes are possible which if you look at these odds versus the nfc east like it shows that where the long the team with the longest odds the bears are four to one instead of ten to one like the commanders yeah you know three teams right you know if we exclude the bears uh you know packers uh you know lions and um you know packers lions and the uh Vikings. Vikings. All three of those teams, you know, can win the division. So I, I think there's value on kind of all three of them. I think those teams are kind of bunched up. So when you look at the numbers, like I think getting Minnesota at, at plus 280 as opposed to Detroit at 140 uh, is a buy. I mean, I, I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, you're listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Mark Drumheller, Rick Camp filling in today. Listen to us on the Odyssey app and watch the show at twitch.tv slash BetQL. Continuing with the conversation here in the NFC North, I, I think it, it sounds chalky. It sounds like I'm believing in the record from last year, and I trust me, that's not the case. But I think this number is a little inflated, um, you know, for Minnesota. I, I think that it should be a little bit shorter um, in this landscape. But I also can see why people like the Packers. And, you know, this brings in an interesting conversation as well. If you're going to buy in on the Packers, you almost have to buy in 
on LaFleur Coach of the Year, who you can get it like between, I think it's 16 to 1 last time I saw on BetMGM. Because if he wins the division without Aaron Rodgers, that's going to be the story. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are going to be the story from week one to the season ends in the Super Bowl because it's New York, it's the Big Apple, they're on hard knocks. Everyone's going to be talking about them. And like it or not, the Packers are a big part of that story. So if you're going to place a little bit, you know, plus 350 on the Packers, I feel like you almost have to play some coach of the year as well. That's a great point. And it's one thing that people who are still learning to bet, and mind you, like we're all, we're all always evolving and, and learning at, at what we're doing. It's not just... I think this team's going to win the division, so I will bet them to win the division. It's as you, as you said, if Green Bay is going to win the division, then what's, you know, what's going to have to happen? Well, they're going to run the ball well. They're going to probably play good defense, get on just enough from the quarterback and the, and the passing game to where who's going to be the one that gets the credit? And it's going to be LaFleur. So at that point, I would, I 100% agree. I would rather play LaFleur coach of the year than Packers win the division. Just because obviously the difference in the odds. And as you look at that market, like the coach of the year market, I mean, Eberflus has been one of the top names. I know he's along with the Bears odds have started to, you know, regulate a little bit, but it's a market where it's pretty straightforward as to what they look for. It's either historically great team or team that has like one or two losses. And even if you knew they were good, you give credit to the coach or it's the team that comes up that you weren't expecting to win. And that's obviously what we saw last year. So that like LaFleur would a hundred percent be that because you'd also get some of the benefit for not just what he did this year, but also dealing with all the Rogers stuff in those last couple of years as well. Absolutely. And it's so polarizing. And when you have a polarizing story like Aaron Rodgers, who is constantly in the media and, you know, people are either loving him or hate him, right? They're always like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, the man, one of the greatest players, hope he gets his ring like Brady, or they're sick of the darkness and the caves and and just all the nonsense that comes with Aaron Rodgers. Um, And that's going to keep him in the forefront of the news, the forefront of the conversation. But for those people, who weren't were just happy to see the door kind of get closed on his time in Green Bay and happy to see him move on. Um, LaFleur becomes their hero, like if they win without him. Like if they win without him and he wins with Jordan Love, people love being right. I mean, people love being right more than anything you can imagine. And if they can sit there and say, you know what, LaFleur was right. He was right when he drafted Jordan Love. He was right the way he developed them. It all worked out. They win the division in a very vol- – I mean, the Detroit Lions of all teams are favored. Like, the Detroit Lions. Like, you got to be kidding me. Listen, Dan Campbell's fun. He says some funny things. You know, he's doing a good job. They're not the, you know, doormats of the NFL anymore. But for them to be favorites of a division, like, a guy like LaFleur has continued to win, uh, you know, since he's taken over in Green Bay. So, I think there's a lot of value there. But if I were to look at one team, if you're like, Mark, you got one bet to make, you know, when we look at this NFC North, um, as far as who's going to win the division, similar situation how we looked at the NFC East. I like the, the number with Minnesota. I like the number with Green Bay. I really like the number at Green Bay when it was plus 500. Now that it's shortened up to plus 350, I think there's more value on Minnesota plus 280. They would probably be my pick. I think Flores is going to help that culture there with that defense. And um, the offense – 
is going to be great. You know, I mean, they went out and they got Jordan Addison in the draft. They, you know, they already have Justin Jefferson. They get rid of Adam Thielen. They're going to be more explosive. Um, I, I think Minnesota can win this division again. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson was a revelation once they got him. Like, he was really productive. So, and especially as someone that is uh, starting to do my prep for the old Scott Fishbowl, uh, you know, TJ Hawkinson is definitely a name to, you know, to be watching in that, in that tight end market. So the thing with them too, is it just feels like defensively because they're still relying on some older dudes. It's just, you got to pray that guys stay healthy, which for, you know, a guy yeah. like Harrison Smith or something like that, like that's, that's the rub with them is it's, you know, replacing a running back, even as good as Delvin Cook was, you know, whatever. In the NFL, that's proven to be, you can, that's fungible. Whether it's Madison or Ty Chandler or any of the guys that they have, they have a stable of dudes that they can rotate through and basically throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks in the run game. But especially with all the gravity that Jefferson has, you know, with what Addison could provide and what Hawkinson provides, that offense is going to buy the defense some wiggle room. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So as long as the defense can stay together enough, maybe improve schematically with Flores, I think those two middle teams, if you had to bet, those are the ones to bet, either Minnesota or Green Bay, just because the the value isn't there on Detroit, and I just don't think the Bears are, are there quite yet. So those two teams with relatively similar prices, I think that that's if you're trying to bet the division specifically – that's the way you have to bet it is one of those two teams because trusting Detroit is a favorite. I can't okay. do it. And I'm not, uh, I'm not yeah. trying to bash Detroit, but Rick, let me pose this to you, right? Let me ask mm-hmm. you this question. If there are odds on which team to finish fourth, and there might be as we get closer to the season on the BetMGM map, they have a lot of great uh, uh, you know, markets that you can kind of dive into. But if it was odds to finish fourth, Right. And, and we take out the Bears. Right. And we throw the Lions in there. We throw Minnesota um, and we throw the Packers in there. We're even without the odds. If we put it all at even money, you know, out of those three teams, I, I think that there's a high percentage of outcome that the Lions end up, you know, with the lowest floor like where things could definitely go wrong um, out of those teams. Like, I definitely think that there's a world of where, you know, they catch up, the league catches up to what they did last year, and they don't have the answers on defense to really compete. I, hmm, that's interesting. Who would finish fourth excluding the Bears is... If it wasn't the Bears. Yeah, who do you if we're think taking the Bears out of the equation. Yeah, let's say the Bears make a leap. They go 6-11 and 11 or whatever, good enough to stay out of mm-hmm. the basement. Who do you think falls back? Who do you think would fall back? I, I think it's the... Uh, Man. I think, it would, I think it would. I actually, I don't think it would be the Lions. I think it would be one of those two other teams, which is the the, the inherent thing with betting is, well, they could have those high end outcomes, but if the defense gets hurt and the and you know, Kirk Cousins just falls off the table, I could see it being Minnesota. If Jordan Love just is brutal, then it could be Green Bay, but or if the receivers are bad. So I guess I would lean Minnesota, but they could also very well win it. Very interesting. Going to be a fun year. we got plenty of time to talk about the NFL futures. Um, we're going to take a quick break. BetQL Daily presented by BetGM, Mark Drumheller, Rick Camp. Back in a few with Would You Rather. We're going to put our betting to the test. We'll see you then.